This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on whatever podcast player you're listening to. And for more information, you can go to www.scarfbagarawar.co.uk. You're listening to the Scarf Pagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I'm wasting all my life for that! What a screamer! Hello and welcome to the Jim Gannon Agenda podcast, the podcast that's been going since before Jim came back. We should probably not say anything about the people slagging us off for having opinions, but fuck it, they don't listen anyway. You'd think we'd be all annoyed at being criticised, but it's just nice to get some feedback as we've got crushingly low self-esteem, haven't you, Russ? Yeah, yeah. We're the Scarf Pagawa, linked to nobody but you, the fans. I'm Nick Lee, joined tonight by Russ Johnson and Dave Long to review the last seven days of County Happenings. Evening, lads. Evening. Evening, mate. Now, despite the fact we've had a couple of goalless draws, I've got a feeling we're going to have a lot to talk about. So with that in mind, we've drafted in reinforcements even. See, I'm getting so excited about the two goalless draws that I'm tripping over my words. I wondered if they'd be outtakes. (laughs) <laughs> First one of the year, that. We've, uh, we've, we've drafted him reinforcements in the form of Palava basis, Rob Britner. How are you doing, Rob? All right? All right, fellas. Thanks for having me. Good stuff. Great to have you with us, Rob. Now, we'll get on to Palava later, because I think we've held it off long enough. Russ, what's the agenda, Brenda? <laughs> we've got uh, the usual uh, match preview and match review, so we'll cover all the shot on Maidenhead. Uh, and look forward to Weasley on Saturday. We'll have a bit of a discussion around Walker and Collar, uh, the two new signings. Uh, we'll try to discuss as much as we know about the Stockport County Supporters Group initiative that, that sort of raised its head this week. Sorry, can I just interrupt you? When I said, what's the agenda? I meant, like, what agenda are we pushing? What propaganda? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it, if you don't mind, I, I've, I've discovered a little product in the shops that I think we should try and we should use our considerable... We've obviously got influence. Um, so a little something that you might not have heard, called bread. Um, 
put some beans on it, a bit of cheese, have a bit of butter on it. That's the agenda. Carry on, mate. Okay. Maybe I'm too old to, to get that. But that, it, 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 it brings us nicely onto the last bullet point agenda item, which is the effect that not going to the games is having on people. It's sending people a bit do lally, which I think we've, we've just seen firsthand or heard firsthand a bit of that. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, run titles. And when you're a massive narcissist and a bit pompous like me, then um, you know, it also helps as well. I'm fully on board. I'm a I'm a brand bitch now. I mean, you know, like people are trying to outpop each other. It smelled like egg and tasted like cider. I've even shouted at ball boys. That's the type of mad arsery that I can't get behind. I've learnt that Dave wasn't part of the move to, to get us away from Edgeley Park. We couldn't afford an engraved carriage clock for you, so here's that that bird yeah. from the Cheadle full of bird yeah. shit. In a week where we lost weirdly named racist shock jock Rush Limbaugh, we watched a lot of Great County on the telly. Okay, so first up then. Let's start with a scintillizing nil-nil against Aldershot last Saturday. Yeah, I, it, it was it was definitely a game that happened on Saturday. Anyway, I'll, I'll, yeah, the match took place, did it? Yeah, yeah, just about. I was I was surprised to see that they managed to pick out seven minutes of highlights. I thought that was quite an achievement. <laughs> that was very <laughs> ambitious, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a bit attritional, wasn't it? Um, we, we we gave the gave the ball away a little bit too much in the first half, and it was really difficult to pick out anything positive, um, other than Tom Walker, who, who just fit in quite well, as if he'd never been away, didn't he? Um, second half, same again. It's all becoming a little bit familiar. Um, last three or four games, you you know, take walking out of that, and it's again this attritional football. We're putting teams under pressure without creating anything. Plenty of the ball, plenty of endeavour. Um, it's something needs to change, don't it? I mean, Maidenhead, which we'll get on to, obviously didn't get any better. In Are terms you... of the football, it reminds me of like a cross between Neil Young and Herman, just in terms of there's lots of pretty passing football, but once we get to the final third, there's no urgency or anything. There's no real desire to to break into the box or anything. It's all a bit, all a bit stale, really. Yeah, yeah. Completely agree. Um, but uh, we we need we need a goal scorer. We do, don't we? Something needs to change up front. Um, I mean, we've got Alex Reid, and that's great, but he can't do it all on his own, as we've yeah. seen. Um, he can't be that one man that we have. Um, we do need to be able to change it up a little bit. Do you not feel that we controlled the game, though? I mean, we kept a clean sheet. That's that's a positive. Compared to the week before, where we, you know, we lost to Sutton, so I think it's, it's for me, it's kind of gone the other way. He's, he's with the two clean sheets that we've got now, and oh, sorry, Yeovil in between that, sorry, in between the Sutton match, wasn't he? With the with the three clean sheets, are we not being? Is he not setting us up to be difficult to beat as a, as a sort of like a baseline, as a foundation? Yeah, I, mean, I was going to get onto it in a bit actually after we talk about Maidenhead about kind of where we're at now. And I was going to say that we, we don't look like we're improving. We don't look like there's nothing that stands out that's improved since Rush took over. 
Um, other than we'd look a little bit more solid at the back. So, yeah, you might be right there that, yes, we're kind of looking to not concede now rather than going out and winning 3-2 or 4-3 or whatever. We're looking to kind of cut out those those silly mistakes at the back. Because, yeah. I mean, before, you know, in weeks in weeks gone by, we'd be 1-0 up or 2-0 or up like in the ulti game, um, concede a silly goal, however it came, and then all of a sudden it, you know, you concede another one. And we, you know, although we did score goals, we let them in as well. And I just wonder whether it's part of his, you know, it's part of his introduction, if you like, is part of his plan. You know, let's shut up shop at the back and that's like, and that's where we build from now. It's it's not a, a bad foundation to start on, is it? Like, we're not getting beat. Thinking thinking back to the, to the older shot game, I didn't really think at any point that we're in danger of losing the game. Just... We didn't really look like we're in danger of winning it either. Just they turned up and played football for nine yeah. minutes, and and that's the problem, isn't it? So going forward now, because probably because he has put emphasis on defense going forward, we don't look as as potent. Even when we did look potent, we we weren't as clinical as we'd all like us to be. Yeah. Um, but even now, I mean, I thought we controlled the game well. It was just down the flanks. It's it's just not happening for me. No, you think if that penalty goes in, then um, it's a different conversation. If yeah, Rooney pen goes in. Yeah, it probably is. You, you're probably looking at it through a different lens, then, aren't you? And yeah, we weren't that great, but you know, we managed to get the win. And then people say things like, "Our oh, title winning sides manage to get the wins when they're not playing that well." Yeah. And all of yeah. a sudden, you you're like a cliche team who's <laughs> maybe getting ready to win the league. So. It does. Yeah. It does. It does mask a lot of a lot of faults, doesn't it? Winning when you're yeah. playing shit, yeah, uh, yeah. it does mask a lot of faults. As we did earlier in the season, because like, not for, we're not pretending for one minute that everything the performances under Jim were exactly what we wanted them to be. There were some poor performances in there, um, but it, it it just seemed we were doing stuff then that we seem to have forgotten how to do now. Yeah, I mean, I like Bennett. I like Bennett. Yeah, but that that miss was inexcusable. Mm. Yeah, it's all oh, yeah. shot. I'm sorry, yeah. but there is absolutely no way he should be missing that. Um, he's left footed, isn't he, Bennett? I mean, it had been. It was worse that he actually touched it. If it had gone straight past him and he'd not got a toe on it, fair enough, he's just missed it. But he's actually touched it, and that's what made it hundred times worse. Um, but he I, could, you know, no, it, well, he could have he could have fell over it and it had gone in. Let's face it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair enough. But I better, I, I better not say that. Last time I said something like that about a player, he came on the podcast a few weeks later and then nearly fucking decked me. So <laughs> <laughs> he's a big lad as well. I know, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like I say, I like. Him, you know, and I've cut in some slack you know players miss chances players go through lanes spells and that but we've scored what two two goals in the last four own games something like that uh, it's just ridiculous it's, yeah and it's not all on Bennett but when you're rolling the team means that you don't score that many um, you're playing you know you're playing as that target man um, holding the play up and bringing others in then you have to take your chances when they come if you're a striker, yeah. Um, another thing about Saturday, someone explained the substitutions because it was it was odd, wasn't it? I, I just it, want to know had... what Adam Thomas has to do. I, I think I think Adam Thomas is well and truly the forgotten man now. Yeah, him and Niall Bell. Yeah, well, he's Niall yeah. Bell at the club, or, or what? yeah, yeah. From, yeah. from what I can so. tell, he was he was recalled 
for wasn't the a game where Bennett was out injured and I think Britain was off. Yeah. Getting rid of Britain. And then we brought Bell back as cover and then the game got postponed. It was the but COVID think, thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it was it Eastley? It was either Eastley or Sutton at home, one of them two, but yeah, it was a COVID thing. And then um I think he was suspended at some point as well because he got sent off in his last game for Halifax. So there's yeah. a, a suspension in there. But yeah, there's been nothing since then. You wouldn't even think he was still at the club. I don't know what's... I notice his, his Twitter bio does st- still say that he's on loan at Halifax. It's an odd one. Yeah, it's like calling strange. him back and then just... I mean, in, in a way, the fact that he's banging in goals for a, a rival side is maybe worth bringing him back for, but... yeah. It's just just weird that he's just he's just fallen into some kind of vacuum in Edgeley and we've not seen him. Since. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, should, we should go and look for him. To be fair, I, I did that the first time I went in the pineapple. It's it happens oh, to us all. I was, was going to say something about the pineapple. Then he's probably being held hostage in the pineapple somewhere, <laughs> in, a, in a cage with a gimp mask on. <laughs> Jesus, there's a mental image for you. <laughs> but I'd like to say, going back to the subs, so it's it takes read off. And puts collar on. Um, so I get that you want an extra midfielder, you want to push Rooney up a bit, but then Rooney becomes like a, another striker. So when you need desperate for a goal, you're taking your best goal scoring centre forward off. Now it's only injury, or you know, the, 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 he's going to get him substituted. Um, or fatigue. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But it was it was just really odd. We're desperate for desperate for a goal, and Rooney's now your second striker. I mean, he's a very talented footballer, obviously, but he's certainly not a striker. And yeah, I just really didn't see the logic behind it. Yeah, I can't argue. I didn't see the logic yeah. behind it either. Didn't have a clue what was going. They didn't didn't understand it at all. Yeah, it was a strange strange bench, wasn't it? There wasn't wasn't a lot in in the way of attacking options really on the bench. That's where you yeah. think, well, a player like Adam Thomas, who can play four or five different positions, would be perfect on the bench. I know he's not the flashiest player, but you always get in at least seven out of ten out of him, which yeah. I think is, is, is what you need in games. Like, that can be the difference in games like that. Could it be, could it be that he doesn't rate Thomas and, and Bell? Yeah, I think that's, yeah. that's probably the case. That probably, it probably is the case, yeah. Um, but, I mean, T- Thomas has never done us wrong. He's... He's never given us any reason not to rate him, I don't think. I think we've always looked better with him in the side. Yeah. So. I, mean, I mean, even if it is just a case of, right, yeah, I don't rate you, and you're probably going to be on your way out, then w- with the resources we have, with the, no doubt, the pages and pages of contacts that we have in the game, why are we not sorting this out? Why are we not bringing somebody in? I mean, this isn't a recent thing. This isn't like, you know, we've had a couple of injuries over the weekend and we, you know, we're stuck for strikers. This has been going on for weeks, um, even before, you know, Bell went out, well, after Bell came back. So this isn't a new thing. And I just don't understand. We've brought Collar and Walker in recently. Why are we not looking to bring an attacking player in? It could just be a matter of time. Like with, with the subs, I'm... I'm wondering if Rusk, what, how, how many games had he had by that point? Four or five, something like that? Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Fourth, fourth, weekend was his fourth game, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it could well be that he, he's still kind of experimenting with his side mm. and, and just see it. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. Like, Rooney's obviously got a few goals in him, so he might be thinking, push him up and see what happens. But obviously, it's not worked out then and not look much different in the next game either, so... 
obviously so, we want him to get we get a grip of it. So, so then, if, if he's experiment, still experimenting with his, I mean, quite rightly, he needs to figure out his his best team and everything. But yeah, do you think there's an element of people higher up than him in the club having written off this season then? Yeah, because I if I that's th- the case, yeah. that, that is fucking alarming. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think changing the manager in the middle of the season kind of says. Yeah, that's you know we're we're not real. We've kind of given him this season to get himself sorted mm. for next. Where you, you there was, no, I'm sure we'll get onto Jim at some point, but um, I I don't see why you would have got rid of him in the middle of the season. Mm. Just give him until the end and and see what happens. But yeah, we, I think we, that we, kind I mean, of answers we, that one. Yeah, we we spoke about this, haven't we, at length? And and you, I think you're right. I think it's. Um, it's yeah. Let's let's change the manager halfway through the season. The new manager, there's, I reckon, as far as they're concerned, there is no pressure on Russ to go up to get this team mm. promoted. So he's, he's a, this is a free it's a free hit for the rest to get his team sorted out. And they'll probably be thinking, well, if he does get us up, well, bonus, bonus. bonus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So I, mean, what, I, w- what... I, w- I wouldn't say alarming though. Nick, because we, I mean, if you if you remember on, on podcast when when Jim was here, um, worrying, I'd probably say not alarming. Or, or, you know, I'm just going in like levels of of of, of severity in word, <laughs> because because we said on ages ago on podcasts we said, and we all agreed, if we didn't go up this season, it wouldn't be a disaster. But next season, you, you we've got to go up. So but, we're still. But... At the same time, though, I think if we'd not gone up this season under Jim and then he'd been sacked in the summer, I think the general opinion would have been like, well, I don't I don't particularly agree with it, but it makes sense. I can see why. Fair enough. So there's, there's that side of it to look at as well for me. Yeah, and then the new manager that they've got, that they get in at the end of the season, has a good run at it. I, I reckon that I reckon the danger of you know full season running the, the danger, as we've said on a previous podcast, the danger for them, I think, is that if Jim had have got us up, it would have made him harder to sack. Yeah, yeah, I said that. I think yeah. you're right. It crossed my mind that sacking him in the middle of the season is just basically them writing it off mm-hmm. and saying fuck it. You know, so- like, let's let's go again next season. Um, we're not going to sack Russ because we're going to give him at least a full season. Um, so yeah, like you say, Russ free it. So playing devil's advocate, not oh, not for one second. Off. No, no, no. Me, that's me and Dave. That you're not. <laughs> <advocate>. <laughs> <laughs> this used to be a collaborative effort once upon a time. Uh, I, I, I tell you what, since the takeover, this, this music, podcast has it? gone to shit since the takeover. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't like don't like the culture to be honest. Um, <laughs> no, playing devil's advocate. Say we get to summer, Russ gets to make the side his own. Everything's back to normal. We're allowed we're allowed back in Edgeley Park from yeah. the start of next season. We get to this point. Say we get to Jan- mid January next season, and we're nowhere near. You know, we're bottom say bottom half. Yeah, right, around mid table. He gets a sack. Yeah. Do we then bring another manager in? And say right, well, we'll give him next. Season. So it, it could just it, we're just becoming yeah. Watford if, if that's yeah, yeah. the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that, well, yeah. yeah. that's exactly what will happen. As, uh, as, as soon as Stott and the new owners got the keys to the door, that's that's the kind of club we became. I thought, and I thought everybody knew that personally. <laughs> um, what was the new deal? Well, well no, because it got because it got wrapped up in guff like custodians and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. you well, kind that's... of hoped it wasn't going to turn out like that, but yeah, yeah deep, deep down you kind of knew. 
Um, yeah, the new deal, Rob. Yeah, good, good, good point. I think it was just a token gesture. It's like, yeah, well done for five gold, years. Gold, golden handshake, probably. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they've got to pay him up. Aren't yeah. They? Yeah, yeah, that's already what I mean. Unless he chins someone, it's you know, it's not gross misconduct. <laughs> is it? It's a possibility, no. isn't it? So, yeah. <laughs> That's what I think it is. It's a, it's reward for everything he's done. Is what was it? Three was it three years? Three years. Three years of reward for what you've done. We'll give you a three-year contract. Deep down, oh, I mean, we'll be cancelling this in a year's time. You know, that's what I think. Anyway, maybe it's just being cynical. But yeah, that, that's 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 what I think it is. I'm just going back to what you said before, Dave, when you said then you know they they decided fuck it. I'd, imagine if they'd have put that on the on the uh, on the. That'd have been better than fucking the... culture, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That'd have gone down better, definitely. Yeah. Stop, it's not the Fair right play. culture, so fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I th- yeah. So are we, are we, let's talk about let's talk about Maidenhead then. Have we covered all the all the shot? This is what we do. You see. We just, <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. We like, we're we're like, we hold on to our minds like kites. <laughs> oh, so can we start with the stream then? That quality, was a quality stream. Fucking great, wasn't it? Can I oh, just say the, the best bits of that, that pre-match were um, their manager talking about going from having five sugars in his tea to four. I thought, yeah. you know what? After 150 years of history, that's what you need to be talking yeah. about. I, 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 hate, I hate you, brother. I, well, the, the best thing about the, their manager's interviews was the state of the fucking telly behind him with all the cables yeah, hanging out of it. put him with the black, a blank wall behind yeah, him. Yeah. I thought the well, telly were going to fall on his head. I'll at least get some alcove in, you know. <laughs> basic. What did they rest the camera on? It was... It's like they're on a ship. A bouncy castle. Oh, it's fucking... <laughs> knocking me ill, that. Oh, I tell you. I, well, I, actually, I, didn't, I didn't see any of this. Any telly, uh, wires hanging out the back of tellies and shit and talking about sugar because I was like thousands of others trying to fucking log in. Yeah. And, well, yeah. while the manager was talking, it was, it was while he was saying uh, if he had to sign, if uh, they asked him who the best footballer in the world was and he said Lionel Messi. So that's a fresh hot take from the manager. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking his neck out there, isn't he? That'll be an exclusive on the athletic tomorrow. Let's see how Fuck that's me. going in ages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was that kind of that's the kind of tin pottery you get at that level, though, isn't it? You know, the, yeah. uh, the, my son was listening to it, and, and it was at the point where the commentator said that. Um, one of his favourite moments, because I think one of the cold commentators used to play for him, it sounded like. One of mm. his favourite moments was when they were played, uh, I don't know, fucking True Row City or something. And they had a bumper crowd of 1,200 in. And oh, uh, I heard you that. Have, yeah. You should have seen the look on, me, on Dan's face. It was hilarious. <laughs> you better off just not saying anything. Just say bumper crowd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah know. Don't say 1,200 when you're playing. <laughs> and loads of county fans are watching. Fuck it. Yeah. I enjoyed the part. I think it was just after, not long after half time where the commentator, who, incident, who incidentally sounded like Boise from Only Fools and Horses, my missus, <laughs> my missus remarked on that. She came into the room and said, Oh, I thought you were watching County because she genuinely thought I was sat there watching Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, he asked the co commentator just after half time, Oh, you've been going for however many years. What are some of your favourite memories? And I counted, it was minute 74. After that, and he goes, "Oh, and another memory." Twenty-five minutes. He was yeah. just going. That, that's how bad the second half was. It reminded me of a, a few years back. They had um, it was before before one of the World Cups, 
and they had John Motson and Mark Lawrence on commentary for the England friendly. And John Motson said, oh, I'm going I'm to give you a few minutes and you can tell me what your favourite World Cup song is this year. And he gives it about 10 minutes. Then Mark Lawrence comes, he says, well, Mark, what do you think? He goes, I don't like any of them, John. Just um just for those who are listening right now, you know, we've been talking about the Maidenhead game for what five minutes and no oh, one's yeah. mentioned the actual fucking game yet because no, that's, how, yeah. that's yeah, how bad it was. Well I think we covered it with the older shot game though, didn't we? So because it was yeah. like carbon yeah. copy, see, see yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was it was just like plenty of endeavour, nothing happening. Yeah, cool. it it's and it's becoming too familiar. I just, I despair. I really do. You're all right, Dave. Yeah. I'm not, right. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not all right. <laughs> Send him <laughs> hugs, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, what, 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 um, what gets me a bit is that, look, the Maidenhead, pretty decent team, to be fair. I mean, they beat us at, what? they beat us at our place last year, didn't they? Yeah, but that was, that right, was last so year. So did everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's not, it's not like you can't, you can't just, what, you can't just turn up and beat teams. It just doesn't happen. You... Yeah, you, you need to. Yeah, you need to turn up and do enough to beat them. And we're not doing that either. That's no, the problem. Not. I'm not suggesting not. we should. You know, we have a divine right to beat anybody, but we just don't look convincing. We don't look like we're going to score. It's yeah. they don't it's... want as like an appetite. I don't know. Oh, they've oh, there is an appetite. We just look pe- pedestrian to me. Pedestrian. Sterile. Flaccid. He's, he's... Moribund. Moribund. Go back a few seasons and you know at the end they had that chance, didn't they? That I thought it's fucking going in this. Yeah. yeah like they yeah. hit the post. And that's the kind of game I thought that, that got in. Would have lost, didn't it? Yeah. And but... it would have done. And aside from that, did they have really have any chances? No. Did, did Aldershot no. have any chances? No, Yeovil, but did, we... did Yeovil? So like we said before, he's building from the back. I, I I can see what he's trying to do, especially with the playing out from the back, because Inchliffe isn't booting it as much as he as he was on, you know, before under Gannon. He definitely isn't. I know I know Inchliffe got a lot of shit from Gannon for that, but for some for some reason Inchliffe is going short now. And these little triangles, as much as they got slagged off on, on social media last night, that's that's the right way to play football. Well, yeah, I see what he's trying to do. And obviously I'm a county fan, so I want it to work out. But I just at the moment, I just feel like I'm sat on the deck of the Titanic fucking waiting. I'm not suggesting that all the shot Maidenhead, or even Yeovil for that matter, had any, you know, had any chance of beating us because they were, you know, they were poor, all three of them. Yeah. Mm. But we, we, neither did we. Neither did we. We scored against Yeovil from Route 1. So it wasn't even some nice build-up, you know, with you know some nice passing and all the rest some of it. Some nice triangles, Dave. Exactly, triangles. Um, like Pythagoras. Um, <laughs> Fucking triangle nonce. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it was like Route 1. Yeah, we scored that and then fair enough. Uh, but the rest of the games, all the shot and last night, just don't look like scoring. We don't like creating. We get... To the uh, it gets the edge of the area, we run out of ideas. Teams are sitting deep, we're getting crowded out. It's you know, it's, it's starting to us to, to break them down, and we just don't look like look capable of doing that at the moment. Well, but I don't think we've got, I don't think we've got the players to do it in consistently in, 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 in games. I mean, the only two players really that look like they they are men on the pitch, shall we say? That's, that's a bad phrase, but I'm going to keep with it anyway. It's probably Rooney and Hogan. I'll give you so, that. Yeah, I'll give you that. They're, they're the only two. The rest, 
the rest you could take swap out and bring some other others in and you you probably wouldn't say miss them but you, you, they, they could easily be replaced um I thought yeah. Collar played well. I thought Collar played well. Yeah. Nice and tidy. Yeah, yeah. I, think, yeah. I think it showed it showed that he'd not played for a while because he faded in the second half and then came off. But yeah, yeah, it's a very encouraging start for him, particularly because he, he was out of position as well. Yeah. He nearly scored early on, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. C- couple of opportunities, didn't he? Yeah, I thought um, Jordan Keane played all right. I'm a big fan of Jordan Keane. Yeah, I think it's um, if you look at my favourite players over the years, if you're a CDM. You're in with a good shout of being <laughs> so, just I just obviously it wasn't a game full of quality, but I, you could see him. He was like talking to the players around mm. him, and I, you know, I, I love a bit of that, a bit of leadership. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he yeah. did all right, but for me, last night it was just the getting the ball in, in and around their penalty area. We just didn't do it, did we? Whereas up to that point, we weren't too bad, but we just couldn't get, couldn't engineer that chance to. Test the goal in depressing. Yeah. So do you think? Do you think? I mean, I, I'm starting to think, and, and I'll, I'll sort of reserve judgment. It's more based on not who's in charge; it's the players and the players that we've got in the in the team as to whether we beat these other teams or not. Struggled against Hartlepool, Notts County, now Maidenhead and Boreham Wood. You know, it was they they matched us, went toe to toe with us. Yeah. If we're gonna, if we are, if we have got ambitions of actually winning the division. Or going up through the playoffs, I think there's going to be more personnel change needed. No disrespect to any of the players that are there now, if they're listening. They're I think you. Pro- I think you're probably right. Yeah, I think you're probably right. We do. We, if you look at the two that came in, Walker and Collar were, were two of our best players over the last two games. So yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's probably fair. And the way that Russ wants to use them, then yeah. But I'm going to mention the subs again. It's the same. We had it against all the shot. We had it last night where we played half an hour or so with some odd lopsided formation. So you've got... Asymmetric. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> got South Nails and Sam Minion on the right, and you've got Reed drifting to the left. So that's your best goal-scoring player drifting out, out wide when, you know, when Bennett came on. And we also played a good chunk of the game with two holding midfielders. And Rooney playing further forward again. But he's coming deep to get the ball all the time mm. and nobody's filling in, nobody's supporting Reed. Nobody like Walker, I, for instance, isn't isn't filling in Rooney's place. So we're then left with like four holding midfielders and and Reed up front on his own. It's just fucking bizarre. As, as I mean, good as as good as Reed is with his his numerous talents and his, and his lovely smile, he's um he's not <laughs> he's not a lone striker. He's really no. not. No, definitely he's, not. He's yeah. best when he's when he's on the shoulder of the last man. So yeah, I mean, I think it may just—I don't necessarily think it's necessarily a odd substitution, like he's picking names out of a hat or anything daft like that. It's more that he's trying to get them to play in a certain way, and they're not quite getting used to it. And all. so I'm going to cut him a bit slack with that. But the one from Saturday was just fucking odd. But it shows how much we miss Kitching and Jennings. Yeah, well, I've also, I saw someone saying that on one of the boards. Oh, it'll be all right when Kitchen and Jennings are back. And I just had a horrible flashback to, oh, it'll be all right when Baggy and Rule are back. And then <laughs> I had to go and sit in the garden and weep. <laughs> but I, um... It gives a little bit more symmetry. I'm all about the symmetry, mate. So it'll give a bit more symmetry, won't it? When uh, yeah. Kitchen when Kitchen's back, yeah. Well, you, you, you know, balance is is a is a critical. Um... 
ingredient, isn't it, for a successful team, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it probably won't then ask Rooney to play this kind of weird second striker number 10 thing when Jennings is back, because that's his role. So I think it will open up Rooney's game a little bit more then, um, where he's not been asked to play in one position, but he's coming back to get the ball all the time. And then we're left with like, you know, literally just one player up front. I think there'll be a little bit more of a link between the midfield and the attack once Jennings is back. I um, didn't, didn't he make a positive sub? An attacking sub. I can't remember who it was. Jordan Williams. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. With about ten minutes left, Jordan Williams Mm. came on. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. he obviously, he obviously wanted to try and unlock, unlock that defense. But again, Jordan Williams, I've been really disappointed with him. Yeah. Um, Came with big expectations. He just looks bereft of confidence at the moment. I know. I know he's been injured. He had a few injuries to get over before he got into the team. But yeah. he just he just looks bereft, poor lad. Because yeah. I've Sorry, been seeing him play against us a few times. He's obviously a quality player, and he's shown little flashes. But it's yeah, because I'd, I'd I'd like to see him as an alternative to Reed up front. You know, when we we do what I rotate, I think I think that would be his best position. He played there a fair bit for Fylde, um, but he just seems to come on. Well, we, we seem to be going for the inverted winger thing now, the inside forward. So yeah. he's being a left footer, he's mostly playing on the right. Um, so another reason why there's no place for Adam Thomas, but he can he could play on the left, you'd think. Yeah, yeah. We, we just seem to be gone from a side that's creating loads of chances. So mm. Knott's in the trophy, we played really well second half, Alty, Wrexham. So one that doesn't look like they're going to score, doesn't look convincing. Um, and it just chips away at your enthusiasm, doesn't it? It's, a few weeks ago, we were... Go- I know it we were- you, bloody hell. I'm going to start calling you Eeyore. Yeah, that, that's fine by me. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. I think we created more against West Ham than we did last night. And that's saying something. Yeah. Yeah, but don't... Right, let's... let's. So, a few weeks ago, we were we were going, it's all right, we're creating chances, it's fine. You know, we're not putting them away, but... And now we've, we've had, like, four or five weeks of that. And we're at a point where we're just like... Oh, God, this is fucking depressing, you know. Yeah, and but it's just... do you not think the creating chances though? It, it left. I said it before earlier on. You know, rewind this podcast seven minutes or something. We were creating chances, but it leaves you open at the back, and that I think that's what Rusk is focusing on: is getting that back shored up first, and then he can concentrate on, yeah. on going forwards. Because don't forget, we're, we're creating loads of chances. Yeah, great. We were scoring more goals than than. The lesser teams. As soon as we came up against anybody in the top, or with ambitions to go up, we weren't creating chances, and we were poor at the back. Yeah, so getting battered. So you you need to sort of have a plan, don't you? Know, I, I think that's what his. I think that's what his plan is. I, I, that's that, you know, I, I, that's what I can see anyway. You just got, you just got to give him a bit of time, aren't you? Like yeah. we're we're all dead excited about where where we could be in a few seasons' time, but. Russ just taken over, hasn't he? And you could completely disagree with the reason that he's been brought in. But at the end of the day, it's just going to take him some time. And Russ, like you're saying about him building up from the back, I don't really mind that. I think that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Let's get solid foundations and then build on that. And so far, you could say we've been pretty successful in in keeping most of the 
mostly clean sheets and then just getting the odd the odd like if that John Rooney volley goes in instead of hitting the crossbar or the penalty goes in all of a sudden it you you're looking at it through a completely different lens and yeah. it doesn't seem so bad so. it says it all that if that John Rooney volley had gone in it probably would have been his worst goal this season that would have been, <laughs> fucking, that would have been scrappy that was a scrappy winner that compared to another yeah yeah <laughs> roll down Rooney his shin. Um, no, just I know I know it takes time and everything, but I just yeah, I just not seen much to suggest that we're 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 any no. different than we were under Gannon, I think. Well, yeah, we we've we've gone from I've yeah, not needing to give anyone time to yeah, to that being the main thing now we need to give him time and it's just it's make got me a bit jaded to be honest. Yeah. I, so, I, yeah. I would I wouldn't say I'm ambivalent, but are you, I'm, are you, I'm getting that way. Are you a, are you a Jimbo clinger? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think they're not going to fucking bring him back. I don't think he should have been sacked. I don't think I don't think that makes me a Jimbo clinger in this in the same way that having certain concerns about the way a club is run doesn't make you a bedwetter. <laughs> I've seen some. I have seen some like reaction to 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 this and I would I would put them firmly in the Jimbo clinger. Yeah, but they're probably not they're pe- people who probably aren't allowed to wear socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it is one thing. It is one thing. And I and I'll and I'll take the pin out and I'm gonna run. Yeah, I'm gonna chuck it and I'm gonna run. How long before we can point the finger at Ross? Me. That, no, not you, but us in general. How long before Rusk Oh, Rusk. Oh. Right, sorry. <laughs> oh, we're always pointing the finger at you, mate. When, when, when Greater Manchester Police ask for information for people on, on crimes and stuff like that, I always give them your number and picture. Yeah. Um, Probably we all did that. Yeah, well, I love I think I, a more pertinent and possibly related question is, um, is, is Simon Wilson a weight Rose McKnight? Because I think the two questions go hand in hand. Well, uh, the reason why oh, I asked... The reason why I ask is he had five games. Okay. So it might be a case of um, square pegs in round holes at the moment in terms of personnel and that. But how long do you... Because someone on Twitter said to me the other week that you've got to give him two seasons before you can... Oh, what the fuck are you on about? Mm-hmm. He's had a month, yeah? He's had, you know, what, 15, 20 training sessions in five games? Surely, no. You, you can... Start to say that it's um, his. I don't want to say it's his team because it clearly, <laughs> clearly isn't. Um, just asking what you think. You how, long see you, something, uh, how, how long do you give him before it's like, right, you've had long enough to, to get a feel of the place and get a feel of the players and try and get some ideas across? Now it's time you need to start delivering on that. Yeah, I think um, you want to see something. You want to see a bit of hunger in the, in the lads, don't you? You want to see them looking like. You know, they say people talk about that bounce and a new manager's come in and want to kick on. We've, obviously, we've not seen that yet. And I've said, give them a little bit of time. But I, I imagine um, we're not going to see any pressure building on him this season, like we've said already. Regarding, you know, ruling out an absolute, um, you know, just destruction of results, you know, just a complete dip in form. I don't think anything's going to change this season. Maybe next season, if... If we've not had that start that you want to see, then that might be when 
you see some pressure start to build on him. But I mean, yeah, taking yeah. taking out of it the last few games, we're fourth, aren't we? Like we're in with a great with a great chance of getting in the playoffs. And then it's just it's just a few games. See what happens. If you win in the playoffs, then that's it. The rest is history, isn't it? You'll forget about the rest of it. Yeah, I, yeah. I tend to I yeah. tend to agree, agree with that. Yeah, you got yeah. to wait for him to get his um, get his because it's, it's not just matches as well. For for me, it's it's how much time has he spent with the players? Because you you can have matches, but they're you know they're they're the pinnacle, aren't they? They're they're the things that get you points. Obviously, you score goals, but all the work is done on the training ground. So yeah, I mentioned you know. training, but yeah, it was just to see what everyone thought really, um, yeah. because. It's not his team. He's maybe not got the right the right players that he wants uh, at the moment. And how long do you give him before he starts? I mean, that the question isn't how long do you give him before you you know before we boot him out the door. This is how long do you give him before you start pointing the finger and saying this is your yeah. team now. This is your tactics. This is your way of playing. You know you need to take some responsibility for this. So there you go. Mm. Should we move on to... Oh, in fact, well, just one more thing on the Maidenhead match before we move on to Eastley. Um, what did you think of the, if you heard it, the touchline shouts from Rusk? Because there's lots I and lots it. of reaction. I couldn't make him out. Everyone was talking about it, and I thought, which one is it? There's far too many Southern accents there, weren't there? And I, I couldn't no. make it out. So. Yeah. No, I, the, the game management being shouted around the half hour point was a bit of a strange one. I missed that one. I heard uh, him. I heard him shouting to Macaulay South for males, like getting some space or something, some yeah, some groundbreaking shouted, idea. He shouted, <laughs> he shouted, "Run away from the ball!" Run away from the ball. Yeah. yeah. That's what my girlfriend does when I kick it at her. So, <laughs> good advice. That's he the way also... to win football matches, isn't it? Run away from the ball. Well, if you good job, you didn't shout that to Hinchliffe, isn't it? Please, you, you, <laughs> you do know why he said run away from the ball, don't you? Uh, so we're oh. all crowding around it like primary school. There he is, fucking triangle tip <laughs> well, over there. Exactly, yeah. So he, South of Males was like a sort of full back attacking, full back wing back, wasn't he? So yeah. he kept on coming in and coming inside for it. He's saying run away from the ball to, you know, and then someone like, can clip him in or something. Yeah, like, like that. run on. Yeah. But, but, then, but then you see it on Facebook and someone's, someone's, someone's like seriously taking the piss out of Rusk at that level yeah, of detail, yeah. saying, oh, run away from the ball. But, no, that's that's how fucking football works. And if you go to a football match and stand behind the, the dugout, that is set up and down the country from the Premier League down to under tens. Yeah. So don't be a grown man on Facebook and start going, oh, run away from the ball. If he is going to come inside to get the ball, though, surely that'd make it, for me, more prudent to put him on the right wing. If we want, if we want right wingers who are going to cut inside, and sure, because I I still I still think Minahan's our best option at right back. I think he's a better defender than Salva Males. Yeah, but if that's not what he's been instructed to do in that well, game, put, put, put him in a, do what I do on football. Minahan wasn't on the pitch, Nick, though, was he? So no, no. But I thought I thought when, when we came on, I thought we looked a lot better with Minahan because Salva Hales moved up onto the right wing when Minahan came yeah, on, yeah. and I, I thought we looked. That's when we started looking more threatening. Absolutely, yeah. And in the game, was it his very first game he played them both together? Was it his very first game? No, I think game? Jim, played, Jim played them both, was it? Yeah, the second, oh, it was the home game. Was it Yeovil? Yeah, it was Yeovil at home, I think. We played them both together and we looked so yeah. dangerous, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So dangerous. 
but yeah, but yeah, I just wanted to point out the the, the touchline shouts and you know he yeah. said no foul as well, and it's, it was interesting for me to hear that. Uh, but Maybe. Then when I, but then when I, when I heard it on when I saw people like taking the piss out of it, I was just thinking you don't you got a fucking clue what you're talking about. People take the piss out of everything. It's right? fucking no. Facebook. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop going on it and winding myself up. Anyway, Maybe cause for oh. optimism then, Ross. I was um, thinking they're celebrating their 150th anniversary. I wonder how good life could be when we're celebrating ours. So then that well, took me down a real rabbit hole then of what could life be like then. I was thinking that could be the year that Jordan Keane wins the Ballon d'Or or Sam Minihan <laughs> becomes the new face of Gillette. And he's modelling the new 17-blade razor for a closer shave. I can imagine that. Shaving, shaving his head. Yeah, Gillette Max 68. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. No yeah, close to shave, just a skull yeah. on the advert. And we're all <laughs> fly, fly, flying cars. <laughs> yeah, we've got a regen in net. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. yeah, so who've we got on Saturday then? Yeah, we've got Eastley on Saturday, which again, away from home, that's another tough one. And people are going to be expecting us just to win it. And it's not going to be that easy. I'm not even going to say we're going to win it now. I think uh, I think it'll be a tough one. They beat they beat Hartlepool this week. They're banging yeah. form. If you look last last five games, they're third in the form table. I think, and in that time as well, they've not been playing um, they've not been playing crap sides. Like they've beaten um, Hartlepool, Boreham Wood, and they've drawn against Solhull and you know someone else. Like they've picked up points in in tricky games. So definitely yeah, yeah. not going to be an easy job. That just that yeah, was a really good it. insight there, Rob. Do you, want, do you want to do this every week? <laughs> <laughs> he's, done, he's done homework and everything. Oh, yeah, I've got full-on notes, lads. You know, I'm, I'm well prepared. Ah, <laughs> my homework. Hell. That's what we're doing. We need to... Right, we should, oh, next, for next week, everybody write notes. Come on. Oh, we, we started well, at half six and I started writing the intro at five past six. You can't quite see because of the reflection, but seriously, I've got notes now. Look at them. See, I, I was listening to a few uh, episodes back and thought they won't just let anybody on the uh, county podcast. Oh, no, we, no, we do. Say, we'll yeah. let anybody on the county podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, no pressure then. <laughs> for we're anyone listening, for anyone listening there, what, what we, because we're on Zoom at the moment, what we did was all just showed each other our notes. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Russ, who got something else out that we didn't want to see. Yeah, seen him before, Ross. He does it every yeah. time, doesn't he? We don't, yeah. we don't just we don't just throw this thing together, you know. So is that oh, is that all we? we've got to say? Is that all we've got to say about Eastley on Saturday? Um, yeah, I think I don't want to say it's going to be more of the same because I'm hoping there's going to be some improvement. Um, as long as we carry on being strong at the back, I'm trying to find some some positives and some good mm, things. So strong strong in the back, build on that. And hope for you know a little bit more creativity uh, going forward. Yeah, I mean, all, all being well, it'll be a ga- another game that's happened come come ten to five on Saturday, and hope, best case scenario, no one will die. So it's, yeah. it's not that, it's not all bad, is it? Really? <laughs> did, uh, uh, did somebody global warming destroying the oceans? Uh, Walker came off. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, has anybody heard anything about that? He was yeah, on, his, but... on his back when he come off, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what had happened. Well, he's, he's not played a lot of football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's injured better men than him. <laughs> Killed him. 
Hello fellow County fans, I just want to take a moment of your time to tell you about the Scarf Bagara War blog. Each month I bring you my thoughts and reactions to all the latest games and news, plus there's a veritable cornucopia of other articles that are there for your viewing pleasure. Check out www.scarfbagarawar.co.uk. Now back to the podcast. Okay, should we have a chat about the Stockport County Supporters Group initiative that popped its uh, popped its head up. Popped its, its cherry. Popped its head up this week. Um, have you been on Yellow Ball? There's fucking cherry everywhere. <laughs> um, I had to put a towel down. So, what 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 do you think about it? Um, obviously, we don't know who it is. Um, well, that's yeah, that's that's the first concern that they're is not. It, with... is it, I was going to say, is it worth just explaining to the listeners and to Rob what um, what's actually happened? Yeah, I've not, yeah, I've not seen anything's actually, been announced. Because they've actually only posted on one board. So if, if you don't frequent that particular message board, then you're not going to know. Oh, yeah. Good point, actually, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they've, they've really done the homework. You know, they've, they've really looked at how to get the message out there to as many fans as possible. Yeah. What, what's it all about, Ross? Well, I think probably between me and Dave, we could probably, well, I don't know, Dave, do you know much about it? I mean, it looks like yeah. it's a sort of initiative to um, hold the club to account in certain areas of of football, if you like. Um, so stadium, fan engagement was another yeah. one, I think. Yeah, um, Ticket prices. Ticket prices, branding. What they did do was they made quite a lot of reference to major European clubs on the continent because that's what they do in terms of certain elements of what they were trying to put across, which it just looked like they were listing major European clubs to me. <laughs> yeah, they wanted, a, they wanted a 1% share of the club, didn't they? Um, which is very to, ambitious. Everyone's got to donate a quid. and we don't, You don't have to. It's not non-uniform day, Dave. <laughs> well, that's what he said on their on the on their one web page, and I'm just going off that. But yeah, I mean, I like the idea. I'm all for it. I'm all, I'm oh, all for I'm all the, for a bit of uh, you know a bit of fan involvement. And, and I know we've been down this route before, so I'm not going to get onto that. But I'm I'm all for that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a bit I, ambitious to ask for one percent of the club, given that the co-op previously had. I think it was less than that. I think the co-op had less than one percent, and. Start obviously insisted on having that as part of the takeover, so I don't think he's going to give up one percent to to this group now. Can anybody just get a group together and say uh, we want one percent of the club? We'll do a whip round. Yeah, the the Judean people's front. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't got a pound coin, but I've got two fifty (laughs) p's. But yeah, I mean, I, I like a bit of you know, f- fans having a say and being involved in the club and, and having a say on how, how things are run. I like it. I like the idea, I like the enthusiasm. Um, it was just all a bit vague. Yeah. It was, no, sorry. Sorry, that's wrong. It was extremely well put together, what they had to say. It's just a little bit out of the blue. And then there's the political issue with the co op as well that they didn't yeah. consult the co op. And it was like, say, yeah, it just seemed a bit. Kind of like I've got an email saying that someone's left me thirty-five million in a will, and I've got to give me account details. It, it, it kind of felt a bit like that. Yeah, I'm going to donate a quid, and then I'm going to realise I got a phone call off my bank a week later saying I've got an out left in. Even the link, the link to the website looked really dodgy when you send when you send it to people. Yeah, people just assume you've been hacked. 
<laughs> you, I think you're right, Dave. I thought I read it and thought it was vague because it it said things. It said a lot about what they felt. I think you know about oh, clubs yeah. should do, fans should be near, which is great. It is great, and you know, applaud them for that. But it didn't actually say how they were going to do anything, what the no. plan was, and and who they had behind them, what processes they had in place. They definitely. Well, we we know now, don't we? That they've not spoken to the co-op. So if you're yeah. going to do something like that, there is already an organisation out there that's that's done this. I think Nick, you picked up on a on a on a sentence in there about something about the they felt that the state that the actually part was should be part of the community. Well, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know. it's, it's an asset of community value thanks to the yeah. co-op. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it just I don't know when I read it, I just thought. It's, it, it felt like it was, for one, you know, apologies to if they're listening, but it just felt like it is a bunch of kids that had just typed something up. From all, the all thread on their board, um, a few shots, because the, the Pro Board's yellow board was the only place where they set up an account and posted. Uh, so other stuff that came out, it's it's two people, two people involved, that's it. It's two people leading it. Um, wouldn't reveal, wouldn't say who they are. Uh, one one of them apparently works for a football club, works in uh, works in PR, I believe. Someone said in the thread. So it's not not the best start. Maybe yeah, see if you can no. get one of them on and have a bit of a word on yeah. her about well, it. Well, that's that's it. Like... We're all ears, yeah. Yeah, I did suggest that, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> just say it. To who? What, no, what you reply to them? No, 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 no. To you the other day. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. right. I think he's gas. I think he's gaslighting you, Russ. <laughs> he's he's going to come down the house and put your remote control in the fridge later. <laughs> Who says they already haven't? <laughs> but but like, like I say, yeah, it was it was really well put together, and what they had to say, and and yeah, it was just a bit kind of all talk and no balls. It was a bit kind of like this is what we this is what we want to see and but not how they're going to achieve it and yeah it just seemed a bit rushed yeah and if they do want to come on if they're listening you do want to come on to the pod then you know we're more than welcome to get you on same yeah. with the co-op as well we've had the co-op in the past haven't we um, yeah. and we've had help the hatters as well um we've had all the all the groups the pid we had the pid on as well the pedophiles <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just it's just a shame that I actually know know them and like them as people because then it makes me feel really bad calling them pedophiles but it is the best name <laughs> humour over being nice to people that are like that's my rule yeah. I mean let, let's be clear though they didn't call themselves the pid did they they were, they were just coined the pid no. they, didn't even, they didn't even have a name well someone people started calling it the pid document didn't they the project yeah. in, initiation the, the document <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is my biggest annoyance about the whole thing. That's even before you get into anything else. Yeah, that's, that's I'm glad. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you. I'm glad you me what PID stood for. I had fucking no idea. Yeah, that, that was the project initi- initiation document. The PID was. Yeah. Like now I know. Temp- a standard template in business, actually. But it wasn't that they got everything thrown out, was it? For the PID, it was. Um, it was the fact that a lo- the logo was uh, the co-op logo was on the document before the co-op yeah. had seen it. Oh, fire! Do you, do you remember when that was all we had to con- con- you know to contend ourselves with? Yeah, that, that was all we had to bloody worry about a bloody a logo on a document. In the good old days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good, it's a good time to move on to that now. So, this effects on fans. I've put not by not attending the games, but I think the whole the whole takeover thing and the effect that it's had on fans. It's 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 like 
it's like it, something's in the air and it's sending people a bit doolally because um, from, from my perspective, right, I, I, I see myself as quite a, a, a balanced person generally. It takes a lot for, for something to... You're, you're to a chilled out dude. I wouldn't say, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> no, quite, quite balanced. It takes a lot to rock my boat, and it, and it, but my boat does get rocked. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm only. Oh yeah, Claire's a lucky lady. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beat me to it. So, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I, also I'm a, a holistic thinker and a dream weaver. You know that that kind of oh, that's that's. that's, that's oh, you there. wanker. Oh, Jesus no, but, Christ. No, but this isn't you. No, I'll be serious. Let me be serious. Like, it, it does take a lot to change agent. So, if so... you're being held hostage, blink twice. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it that or something? Um, yeah, so when we got relegated out of the football league, I was pr- I was pretty devastated. Even more devastated when we got when we got dropped down to national, you know, regional football. Really devastated, and we were part-time football. It fucking hurt, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Guess you're now a bit nap, t- it? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 soul destroying, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. We get back. We get. We have a bit of success. Get back into the football league. We're taking over. We draw a couple of nil nils, and all of a sudden, fucking hell! It's like it's like everybody's head's falling off. It really is. I've seen I've seen everything over the past twenty four hours in terms of people really letting it get to them, um, and I just think I don't know. Do people need help? Um, I don't know. What What do you think? I think it goes back to the disconnect in a way, doesn't it? Yeah. It's at the moment that feeling of disconnect of not being able to go to Wesley Park and. The takeover and sacking gym and everything that's happened over the last twelve months, and especially those events that have happened over the last last few, it, it's easy to disassociate yourself, isn't it, at the moment because you haven't got that bond with the players, with the staff. Um, and the engagement should be at peak levels at the moment because people still still want to see counties, people still want to engage. It should be at peak levels, but. It's not, is it? It's just, it's just not because people are just kind of dipping in and out of it. People have their own opinions about Gannon getting sacked and the the way we're we're playing at the moment. And it only takes that little bit to send people over the edge, if you like, a shit nil nil draw, or a couple of shit nil nil draws. And yeah, it's kind of it come to a head. It's come to a boiling point, hasn't it? It's a bit like it's a bit of a vicious circle in a way, isn't it? That yeah. we're kind of not playing well. So people are pissed off and people are pissed off and, you know, they're not engaging as they normally would do and it kind of goes round and round. It's probably for the best that we're not allowed in the ground because the atmosphere could... I mean, oh, I wouldn't yeah, yeah. say it goes straight to being toxic, but it would get a bit... If, if, if we were putting in these, you know, tepid, goalless draws in front of a crowd... Yeah, I, I think I, and if there's, if there's a crowd there, like, it only takes, like, one decent challenge... To, to go in on on an opposition team and and then the crowd are like right behind the players aren't they? Yeah. It just yeah. turns like that. Like you win a throw in and everyone's like yes, yeah, get <laughs> it. it doesn't get take much. It's, and it's not and just... I feel like we're really missing that at the minute. Yeah, yeah. and it's, you know you're you're right. It's not just that as well. And and it, it's it's the fact that you go to the game and after the match, win, lose or draw, you've you've done all your venting at the match. Yeah. Yeah, you do yeah, yeah, yeah. Or most of it. Some people after. jump. Yeah, some people jump on social media later, 
I, I, I tend to, I, while, while we were going to the matches, I don't think I ever jumped on social media and, and started to, to tweet and, and do stuff. No. So it's, it's just weird. I just want to read out three different views from reactions from last night's match. I won't read them all out because I won't say long, but um, I, want, I just want you to, if you're listening, I want you to pigeonhole yourself into, you know, align yourself to one of these views. And you, you three can do the same as well. Ooh. Okay. So first one. What culture are we trying to create? A one where a Cockney PE teacher shouts at his class for 90 minutes from the sidelines whilst they ignore him. Great to see us keeping clean sheets, but I'd rather go for it and win every other game than keep drawing nil-nil. That's number one. Blind date number one. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Uh, Brilliant. Number two. I think people forget that everybody's sat at home watching these shite streams. Better than nothing, I know. With no way of venting frustrations. Going to the games, you can do that and then go home and it's forgotten. The next day or even a few hours later. This is 12 months of frustrated frustration compacted by a fucking ridiculous decision to sack the manager and bring in a completely underwhelming nobody. Okay. You number three. Like, number three. Number three. If I could rearrange the alphabet, I'd put you and I together. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this one, this 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 was actually a reply to um, to somebody that had just been out for a run. So bearing in mind, the person that tweeted the original tweet had just been out for a run. So then this person replied to that person. Okay. So this says, actually upsetting watching County downhill without you. We're just falling down the table. Okay. Oh, right, right. I see that's what you not, mean. That's someone going for a run now. Yeah. Right. So that yeah. was Jim, Jim Gannon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I saw that actually. I saw that tweet. Poor bloke's been out for a run. Jesus. <laughs> Leave him alone. He's a better man than me then. <laughs> what, just for going out for a run? Yeah. Yeah. Just for going out. Just going out. <laughs> so I, I just thought those, those, those three for me are sort of. I didn't. I didn't have to do much digging for those three, as you can probably tell. But you know, and if you are one of those three, and I'm not going to name you, the, the names are here. But if you are one of those three, um, congratulations for being on the podcast, and apologies if, if I've offended you. But um, yeah, not yeah, I just sorry. Think, I just think those three sort of enca- encapsulate the way different sections of fans are feeling. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. I don't know which one I, I would pigeon mas- pigeonhole myself into. Probably not the last one. I'm not saying we're falling down the table. Well, no, that's actually no. incorrect for a start, isn't it? Yeah. I'm all about facts. You know me. Don't, don't let you? that stop you from having an opinion. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I agree with elements of each one, to be honest. There's, there's elements of each one that, that I agree with, yeah. But I wouldn't yeah. say I can align myself completely to one of them. But that's that's the thing. It's, it's fa- finally, the whole political landscape has kind of, um, kind of sunk into county now in the fact that if you question anything that the board or owners do, you're a gannon ass licker. It's that's the way it's gone now. It's just polarized. It's one way or the other. Nothing's black and white anymore. You yeah. you can't you can't seemingly you're not allowed to say anything because it means that you're not behind the new manager. I've I've, I've fucking cheered on some fucking shit managers and my time supporting County. If, if, if I'm going to cheer on fucking Neil Young for the best part of six months, I'm sure I can get behind Simon Rusk, who's a promising young manager. And he will, on let's face it, laws of probability and cash, he'll, he'll do all right. He will do. It's going, yeah. to, it's going to take something spectacularly inept for him to fail here. Yeah, which goes back to what Rob said. 
if mm. unless he has an absolute disaster, yeah. then he's got he's gonna get another season in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and quite right as well. I mean because... I didn't notice sorry. I was gonna say on, I did notice on, as well. I did notice as well somebody um did do a poll of should Rusk be sacked. Yeah, well, that's, that's just, yeah, and, and then replied to their own poll saying don't vote, which was the best typo ever. <laughs> yeah, fuck, yeah. Fuck, he, actually, he actually put on the tweet, don't vote. Yeah, yeah. I mean, getting rid of Ross now, it's just, I say now, hypothetically, say, you know, Saturday we get beat 8-0 and get, it looks like the, the club have made the made the mistake and done it. So they give him absolutely as long as possible. And Dave, you're getting dangerously yeah. close to quoting the thick of it again. <laughs> Every week we end up falling into quoting the thick of it. <laughs> Sacked after three, sacked after three months. Looks like he's fucked up. Sacked after, <laughs> sacked after twelve months. Looks like you fucked up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every fucking week. Do, doing your um your resignation speech with that far away look on your face. Yeah. We're going to go into something else, and I've completely forgot what it was. Yeah. So sorry, so, so yeah, polarizing the amount of people that are now defending what the what the club do. Absolutely, equivocally, yeah. Just people going like you, you know, you can't say anything about bad about the the club or the board, yeah. It's just embarrassing the way that mm. people are just literally following Mark Start. Don't bite the hand that feeds us and all the rest of it. It's just like so you can never say a bad word about him or or the board or Simon Wilson or any anyone behind the scenes ever again because he's pumped a lot of money into the club. Mm. It's embarrassing. It really is. And we get back to. Sorry, Nate, go on. I, I'm just saying, um, so what happens in the future if he fucking flogs Edgley Park and builds houses on it, yeah? So what are you going to do then? So, well, well, he's pumped loads of money into the club, so yeah, we should just accept it. He's what I did spot was some of the people saying that were doing the exact same thing when the previous owners were questioned and were also on Twitter crawling up Tony Evans' ring piece when that whole <laughs> debacle was happening. So you just think, well... What's the point of arguing with these people? When we get back to some kind of uh, normality and we can start going to games, if if section large sections of the support have got an opinion, then they'll vocalise it, won't they? Like yeah. People are going to start, make, I don't know, maybe chanting or whatever, just talking to the people around them. And then that, that might in itself bring about a bit of change. I think, I think probably blind date number two there is probably the closest to... Um, <laughs> closest to saying because it's kind of just saying calm down a little bit and I think mm. things would be massively different if we were all there like if it was an yeah. Edgley Park that was full of fans who were backing the players then I think we'd be putting some of these games to bed even mm. the away games like obviously we, we've got a massive following and that that'd be enough to convert some good performances into yeah. points on the board for me and then Again, like I've said tonight, it's just a different conversation, then, isn't it? When you've managed to do that, yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for, for, for me, again, I'll, I'll come back to balance. I mean, yeah, okay, they've you know, they've 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 got rid of Jim, which which they shouldn't have done, in my view. Uh, but then again, I'm not you know, I'm not hoping that Jim comes back and tweeting him every fucking night after his run saying, <laughs> going, well, Jim, we're going down the table, we're going down the table, Jim. You know that kind of thing. So it's just a bit of balance for me. I mean, I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. I will question the board, and I think we should. And as a podcast, yeah. I think we should as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at the same time, they've made that decision. 
they've, 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 they're going to live and die by it. They've made it. Let's not let's not sort of dwell and 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 um, and you know sort of have a podcast where we pray Jim Gannon comes back and all that kind of stuff because it's uh, well, he's not going to, is he? It's well, the bridge, that bridge has well and truly been burnt now. It's, yeah. it's a shame we didn't get to see get the story finished, as it were. There'll always be that what if, but yeah, it's done now. There's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, there's even exactly. less we can do about it. We couldn't do anything about it when we were in the ground, really, apart from voice our opposition. That's all we're doing from here, I suppose, now. But yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and another thing as well, I, I, you know, I want to see the club back to where it was when I started supporting it. So in yeah. the football league, with people working for the club who are professionals and have the skills to do the jobs that they are paid to do, not because it's some sort of social club and 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 aren't dickheads. That's always and nice. Aren't dick- and yeah, if not dickheads. <laughs> that's a bonus. Um, but you know, they've got the skills to do the jobs. They're there, and you know, it's it isn't just some sort of social club because we've been in non-league and got comfortable with it. Mm. We, are, yeah. we belong in the football league, League One, pushing for the championship, flirting between the two. Maybe spend a season in League Two, back up to League One, that kind of thing. Do a yeah. decent few cup runs. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've just dug out the post on Facebook, which is what got me goat there. Um, I won't name who it is, but why have county fans become so embarrassing? The amount of grief the owners and manager are getting is ridiculous. Stop crying about Gannon, back the manager, and stop slagging off the hand that feeds us. Why? Oh, why? It's it's, it's embarrassing. Last you know? sentence. Yeah, is- that's that's what really got me. I'm, yeah. I'm not particularly asked about the rest of it, but that's what really yeah. got me. I mean, yes, we should be questioning. What you know, what the, the decisions the board has made, and we what should, they're we, no, be... we, we should, we should, but we should, we should also, I won't say grateful, but we need to, we need to be, be somewhere in, a, in us, we've got to be happy with what they've done. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think we've voiced that on the podcast plenty. Yeah, when, when there's something good, something new and shiny, we're quite happy to say how good it is. But yeah, at the yeah. same at the same time, we should be allowed to go the other way. It, it doesn't mean you suddenly have an agenda. Or you know, if, if you are if you are questioning what the club does, it doesn't mean that you're outside Jim Gannon's house crying every night. I mean, I, I am, I am, but that's bad if I. <laughs> just just a point as well. I know you mentioned. I think you mentioned the word propaganda at the top of the show, Nick. But we have certainly, oh. um, Dave. Your podcast. Someone said, and I kid you not, that your blogs were propaganda. And hmm. that is proper sad, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Propaganda. Fucking propaganda. What for? Like, you know, I'm, I'm working for Jim now. I know, yeah. In cahoots, like with yeah. Jim. And I'm Jim's you know. spin doctor now. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not propaganda. I think people uh, think people massively overestimate the um, the importance of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a bunch of blokes having a drink and talking shit about a non-league football club. Hid- and people agen- are genuinely getting the knickers in a twist about it. Yeah, hidden agendas as well. That was yeah, another yeah. comment. I mean, there, there isn't any. There isn't any hidden agendas. We all, mm. you know, we all like Jim Gannon and we're, we're all sorry to see him go. Um, but we want Simon Rust to succeed and we want County to win shitloads of trophies. I don't, there's no hidden agenda at all. But yeah, people just like to put trendy buzzwords in. There. I, I think it's all, it's all your fault, Dave, for, for mentioning Jim Gannon in a review of a month when Jim Gannon was sacked. I, I think you should be ashamed of yourself, frankly. <laughs> yeah. I apologise unreservedly. Yeah. Uh, right, let's move it's on. Like, it's, like, it's like watching Titanic and then at the end they don't hit the iceberg. 
<laughs> You're like, what the fuck is this film? What's going on? Imagine you've done a review of the month and then not mentioned Jim Gannon at all. Imagine, imagine yeah. what type of bed wet area you've got. <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> Just gone all the way through. Oh, and by the way, this happened <laughs> in other news. Yeah. Oh. But on, on the subject of the blog, actually, I was going to give it a quick plug, but I'll do it now since we're on that, that subject. So February part one is out tomorrow. It was supposed to be today, but I've been decorating, so... Tough shit. It's out tomorrow instead. He's been decorating, so he's not got time to put his propaganda together. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, but do remember the disclaimer, though, which is that the views in the blog do not necessarily reflect the views of everyone on the podcast. <laughs> it's written by me. Yeah, or, not... or, or every other county fan. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't represent... Anybody else? Certainly not Jim. I'm not. I'm you know. I'm not a spin doctor. I am writing this about because this is the way I feel about things, and I can write incoherent sentences, and that's how I got this gig. So there you go. You can, if you like, <laughs> give me a <laughs> give me a bloody good ego stroke, if you like. If you know, you can just say, Davey, we love you, and you're the voice of. The propaganda propaganda no, no, a, the, a generation the voice of a generation sounds yeah. better doesn't it um, yeah or something like that you know if you want to leave a nice comment saying something like that then great if you don't like it and i'm, I'm sure you'll find it within yourself to comment i'm sure you yeah well they know people it turns out alex turner isn't the voice of a generation after all it's dave long <laughs> fucking right they, they would have seen that coming <laughs> <laughs> To be, to, be fair, to be fair, though, Dave, you, I've, I've, I've just had to think about this. You're the only one that actually outputs any value in this whole gig because me and yeah. I just, we just turn up here and talk shit and, we, and I've done for the past five years. Yeah. You, you, actually, you actually create something. <laughs> I, I've had to stop running my carefully crafted quips past my missus. I've had to stop now because it, it keeps making me second-guess myself. I just think, oh, maybe this is all shit. Yeah, I do create stuff. I create divisions between people, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, with my propaganda. <laughs> right, did, let's move did, on. Let's move on. Don't listen. Yeah, boy, my Fiona. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on to our guest, Rob Britner, Mister Britner, as your pupils call you. Yeah, Do that'll they? be the one. <laughs> <laughs> so. um Tell us a bit about yourself. Wait, wait, you know, where are you from? What do you do? What's, what's your name? Where have you come from? That's what, yeah, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like blind date again. I'm from yeah. Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, uh, Mr. Britner, given uh, given the game away there. I'm. Uh, I was th- thinking about um, what to say um, about starting following County. And I've, I've not always been a county fan. I've seen the light. I think I'll, I'll put it like that. My dad was a United fan when I was a kid. Mm. So, yeah, rightly so. I'm sure we can edit in a few more booze. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Took, took me to a few games as a kid. And, uh, I mean, this was when they were a brilliant team. And I just I was never really that bothered because we didn't go and watch it. Mm. And uh, I remember having a conversation with my granddad, who was from Stockport. And I said to him, what team do you support? And he said, well, I would support Stockport, but he's, he wasn't that into football as it happens. So I always kept an eye an eye out for him. And then uh, my first game was an away game, actually. I went to watch us. As, when we went up to League One, 
under Gannon, um, the first game that I went to was away at Oldham, nil-nil. And it, that that was enough. That I thought, this is it. This is for me, this. But then we've just been on the way down. <laughs> like, I missed all the good times that everybody talks about. And that, that's what I've had, just down, down, down. Just I, I, rem- I remember being there when we played, um, I think it might have been Brackley at home. We got beat 1-0 and the away fans were doing a conga along the yeah. railway end. I remember that. I'm thinking, what? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember Gloucester oh, yeah. at home when they um, they stopped us getting in the playoffs on the last day? And they, yeah. they had a, a big banner about spoiling our party. That was weird. Yeah. What? That's, that's sad. Yeah. Man. Fuck it, I've just remembered that. Yeah. yeah. One, one of them was dressed as the Mad Hatter. Yeah. He's like, he's like I think the, the banner said something like, oh, I thought Stockport would get in the playoffs. That's how much of a Mad Hatter I am. What the fuck? And it was odd. That shows a level of sad planning that, doesn't it? Somebody's yeah. gone on Amazon and oh, bought a yeah. outfit. And <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> sure them. Julie, give me them pens. Give me, give me, give me them markers. I'm, I'm doing a banner for the football tomorrow. What, what does it say, Dave? Oh, well, it's really funny. No, it's not. No, it's not. Really. <laughs> Anyone who goes to football in fancy dress anyway should be lined how, up against the ball. I'm obsessed. And, and this is fucking Gloucester. This is not like, I don't know, Burnley or someone. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Sorry, so uh, no, that's all right. I've I've um been and watched us home and away as much as I could around university in London, which to be fair meant meant that I got to go to a few decent away games. I remember watching us one um last last game of the season away. It was at Woking's ground. Um, but we're playing Hayes and Yedin, I think. I, 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 we won, whatever I think it might have been two one or one nil. So, yeah, usually in the Cheadle end, I've got a group of little old men that I sit with and they pass the Werther's Originals round on about 60 minutes. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I like it. That's me at County. So you play bass in Palava, are we right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. The Facebook page is correct. That's good. Well done, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're you're a a bass player in a band, which makes you quite similar to me because I also own socks and the bass. Um, Who's the best bass player for them? The best bass player. We don't. We never get to have music chat on here anymore. Oh, we don't. We don't. We don't really have musicians. Used to be a regular segment. That we used to spend like the last hour or so just talking music. It was great, and yeah, Yeah. it's taken away from us now. People never Um, slagged us off about that though, did they? That was never propaganda. <laughs> oh, bloody, bloody sick of your super grass propaganda. You yeah. wank. <laughs> it's only been propaganda since I started on it. Yeah. <laughs> Back yeah, then, it really um, was all about the music. So. <laughs> Best bass player ever. Um, thinking about my my favourite bands, one of them's uh, kind of been mentioned tonight Arctic Monkeys. I think yes. Nicholas O'Malley is a bit lethal. Um, one one of my favourites, definitely. I was a yeah. big fan of Kings of Leon growing up, yeah. um, and they're not they're not like um, pulling up trees with like their technical guitar playing skills, but they just write good songs. Yeah. Them first two albums have been particularly awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jared Followill and uh, Nicholas O'Malley, I'd, I'd definitely have to give a shout out to. Yeah, they're top shot. He's very underrated, O'Malley. Actually, he don't he don't get the. Uh... The plaudits he deserves. I'm, I'm glad someone's actually suggested. Yeah, I, I really, yeah, I'm going to. I've asked that question to so many people, and just no one's ever said that. So I'm glad finally. Wait till I tell my missus; she'll be livid. 
<laughs> oh, it ruins my life, I tell you. Just constant bane of my life. I can't even put them on in the car. Well, I do. I just sit there with headphones on. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I, I think I know where Palava got the name from. Oh. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go for this. Go on. Uh, it's like on. On po- this is like being on pointless or something. This is brilliant. This. <laughs> uh, I, d- I don't want to prize it out, but just next gig, just pretend you know me because I'm a missus. I think I'm really fucking cool. Uh, yeah. Is it from Spike Island, the film? So when I, I joined the band, they were already called Palava. There was, there was another bassist before me. And uh, they've been asked this question before, and the answer is no, it's not. Oh, it's not based on Spike Island. But. Um, Obviously, it's the, the link's been pointed out, so maybe they should have just said, yeah. We just thought we'd go for it. I'll tell you what, five years, five years time, you're going to be on Jules Holland, and Jules Holland's going to be like, oh, you, you got your name from Spike Island. And I'm going to, yeah. and, I, and you're going to say, yeah. And I'm like, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like uh, a long, long time ago that the band were doing anything at all. It's like knocking on for a year, really, isn't it, that we've been in. It's mad, yeah, isn't it's it? just... So I've got no idea what we sound like. I can't remember what, <laughs> what a bass guitar looks like. I'll just have to try and, try and figure it out when the time comes. It's unbearable. Like, no, no footy and no gigs. It's just that's the only two reasons I leave the house. It's just yeah. Yeah, I can't hack it. So where does the name come from, Palava? Spike I, Island. To, yeah, yeah, Spike Island. Spike Island. Definitely. <laughs> um, I, I don't think there's a very exciting backstory to it. I think it's just a good old northern word, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think that that's the answer. That's that's not the most interesting explanation, but maybe uh, if the boy, I know the boys are, are waiting for this to come out. So when they have a listen, m- mention what what the exciting backstory is. It might turn out that they've some mad explanation for why we're called Palava. <laughs> but, yeah, tweet in, boys. Let them know. <laughs> So tell us a bit about the band then. Have you sort of, you know, how did you get together? I know you said you sort of joined, replaced another, yeah. another bass bass player. Yeah, how did, how did you join and, and what, you know, what were you doing before lockdown? I know I came to see you in Manchester, which was ace, by the way. I was off my, oh, what a night that face. was. Yeah. What um, a night. It was really good. Um, but yeah, just, yeah, just give, tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so uh, the, the four-piece standard band, bass, guitar, um, singer, guitarist, and drummer, and um, I used to when I I went to uni in London. From I'm from round here, but went down to uni in London. What a city! Um, came back and uh, started playing a few open mics. Like I played guitar for a few years, and um, started going to a few open mics with a, a lad that I met where I was working at the time. And um, the singer from Palava came to a few, and he was writing his own stuff then, and. Uh, I knew they they they'd started a band and they were uh, they were playing gigs playing like locally in Manchester. They must have played Jimmy's loads of times before that shot. I love it in Jimmy's yeah. Castle Hotel was um, where where you saw us one at Russ. I think yeah yeah Gulliver's you know that that kind of that kind of uh, level. Yeah. And I've been to been to see them a few times and thought yeah they're all right yeah but that just liked them like as lads and um, the bass player. Um, just said he didn't fancy it anymore. He said, I just, 
just not for me. Like he lo- loves the night out and that, but um, not bothered about the band part. So do I fancy it? Yeah, why not? Let's give it a go. I'm, I can't. I can't really say that I'm a bass player, other than that I've got a bass guitar. But um, yeah, gave it a go, and the rest is history. So that probably about a year ago. And I mean, it's it's just been being in a band, as in you're just out with your mates on a Saturday night. Like got loads of times we've been to the football <laughs> and then got on the train to Manchester and and gone and picked up the the gear, as in the guitar gear. And uh, <laughs> it's led to some uh, some good nights out. We've put, like Palava have uh, played in. We played in Leeds. Um, we played in Warrington. Like started to branch out northwest a bit, and we had a couple of exciting ones planned before all this came in. So who knows what's going to happen when it all blows over? But I imagine what we're going to do is go through like a golden era of nights out everything's going to be the best thing that you've ever done and you're going yeah. to go for a full english and it's going to be the fucking tastiest full english you've ever had so hopefully that um that also translates to some top gigs as well and looking forward to getting back out there and just yeah, getting bothered i was saying that to the other half before we've we've got tickets for idols in may and the music in leeds yeah. as well i can't see either of them happening at the moment yeah, i've got kings of leon this year i think I'm sure it's this year. I've got Jay yeah, Cinnamon really tickets good. as well. That was uh, was that supposed to be last year, maybe? Could have Jay Cinnamon in Scotland. It was, that it was a great day when they kicked Ed Sheeran through the Fred Perry shop, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've uh, got got tickets for James in December. So, oh, ace. fingers crossed. And uh, and there's someone really good supporting James as well. Mondays. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's not so bad. Yeah. Is that so, Castlefield Ball, that one? No, it's at the arena. Oh, the arena. There's I've, there's one at Castlefield Bowl that I think a few of the, the lads are going to. I don't know what one I'm thinking of. Maybe it's Palava. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> the Castlefield Bowl. <laughs> We're going to get to the stage, like, hopefully, when everything is back to normal. All these bands, that haven't, it'll be coming on to two years since a lot of bands tour. So it's going to, let's fucking get out there. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, Yeah, everybody's going to be out. And Palava are available for support band slots just in case uh, Alex Turner or the Follow Wills are listening. Give us a shout. Yeah. Alex, Alex for Turner all loves you. this. He loves to have yeah. a club that's a bigger clusterfuck than Sheffield Wednesday, so he's a big fan of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any uh, Chris Nins bar mitzvahs, weddings? <laughs> We've got what you need. But it's, it's, um, I'm right in saying, aren't I, Rob, that during this lockdown, you've been doing um, just by yourself little gigs, haven't you? Live gigs, just to keep everybody entertained. Yeah, yeah, but certainly at the beginning of lockdown, when the weather was, you know, think back how nice it was last summer. I was just, yeah. um, I've got, got a PA in that, so I just set it up in the garden because um, I'd seen a few people on Facebook give it a go and I thought, yeah, all right, and then I'll have, a, I'll have a pop at that. And uh, where, where we live, we're on a little... Uh, cul-de-sac but there's like houses behind our back garden so the first time I did it, they mu- it just because it were a nice day there must have been like seven eight different houses all sat in the garden and I was singing and yeah, at the end of every song it's like yeah I thought yeah it's buzzing this, <laughs> this, this is every it. Friday <laughs> so yeah I went on a little run and uh, I did it did it most of the summer it was good that it just gave us something to do when that first lockdown came in, literally, you just, you couldn't do anything, could you? You just at home, everybody was at home. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave us something to do. And then where possible, the band have, you know, tried to squeeze a few bits in, like we've, uh, 
is a scoop for you. Got a new uh, EP on the way, which is at least partially recorded. It's going to be three or four songs, and I think some bits of each song are, are already recorded. So we'll be ready to start playing that when that comes out. So how have you done that then? Have you done that remotely and then just sent you sent your recording yeah. in basically? Bit, bits of bits have done been done remotely, but also we've gone like to the studio and when. when um, there was there was a, a small period where yeah. you could have somebody inside, couldn't you? Yeah. And we've had to like be conscious about keeping numbers down. So we've not all gone down there. And we've just, you know, like the guitarist has gone and he's played a bit of bit, you know, better bass. And I think the drumming's all been done by machine, which is very exciting. Drummer's not very happy though. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've got we've got a few bits that have been done, but it won't end up coming out until all this shit's gone away. And then, uh, yeah, love to wear it blasting at Edgeley Park. Yeah, well, well, you, you've been you've been playing at Edgeley Park before, haven't you? What a moment that was! I got oh. how how early could it possibly come on? So I'm straight in the ground, like, nobody else was there. It was just me, me and a steward. Like, oh, it's a good song, this. <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't make it any less special for me. I, I was proper buzzing with that. So yeah, thanks for that. That was a, hopefully that was a good dream. Again when we were allowed in. Say it again. Hopefully they'll let us uh, carry on sorting the music out when we're allowed back in. I have noticed they've had our playlist on a few times when I've been watching the stream, so you never know. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they just can't use our actual Spotify playlist because there's sweary songs on there. So, If people wanted to listen to uh, Palava, how would, they, uh, how would they find it? All your, all your major streaming platforms. We're on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, there's a bit on YouTube, I think. But yeah, Spotify. That's where I always have a look at, at what we're up to, just to, just to make sure that I'm still in the loop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say just to make sure I'm still in the band. Yeah. <laughs> still got. Um, when you came to see us, Russ, that was uh, launching an EP, wasn't it? Four songs, mm. and um, I've still got a few CDs. In, in the uh, box with a PA, so have, have a listen on Spotify. If anybody fancies one of them CDs, just get in touch. We'll send you one out. Palava UK on Twitter. We've got a couple nice. of spares, so just let us know. We'll, we'll get one out to you. Nice. That's a good one. Oh. Have you ever... You've never had any press, have you, onto vinyl? Is that something that you want to do in the future, or get it. big enough? I'm a, yeah, I'm a big vinyl fan, me. I've, uh, I've inherited my dad's collection and added a few price gems to it over the years so to see palaver on a vinyl that'd be yeah that'd be mint well, like we've been played at edgley park and now we've got a vinyl so i'll just call well, it maybe we can collaborate <laughs> side a palaver side b a special podcast job done yeah. <laughs> i'd love to put the podcast on vinyl it, it would we'll be call the album propaganda yes yes <laughs> Sorted. that's a plan that <laughs> Yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to just just getting back together with the boys in in the studio, and you know, like we've got a two hour slot to practice. We are spending the first hour and a half dicking about, yeah, yeah, got it, yeah. <laughs> you know, smoking, and then uh, yeah, we'll try and squeeze a few tunes in. So I'm I'm looking forward to that, and I'm forty. That's that'll be sweet. It'll be a sweet sweet day when we do those again. Oh, I can't I can't wait. Definitely, I think I think the um, it feels like it's on the horizon. Yeah, um, yeah, more and more getting vaccinated. Yeah, 
And don't forget, you're more than welcome to come and do a gig at the uh, County Arms if you want, whenever you whenever you want. I know, done impro- I, know you're, I, know, yeah. <laughs> I know you've done impromptu gigs there in here before, haven't you? Yeah, we have. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd love to get back to the County Arms. Just uh, that would do. That would do. Yeah, I'd take that Bo- right now. Bottle of Bucky yeah. stored in the fridge two days before. Your Claire's brought it round, so it's nice yeah. and cold. <laughs> Good for that. <laughs> and that's how it happens. That is how it happens. <laughs> Good stuff. Then the chaos happens and we get sent yeah. home. <laughs> Good stuff. Right, well, thanks, thanks for coming on, Rob. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Thanks um, for the invite. A, no a pleasure to come on. I've uh, I've fancied it for a while. We've spoken about it for a while, haven't we? So we have. Yeah. Any time there's a slot, I'd uh, I'll get doing my research again. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> someone's got it. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a warning to any other any other person that comes. Any any other fan that we have on, do your research and, and have your notes. Yeah. Just and, and so don't we, be weird. Yeah. Just so we can copy them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, let's wrap it up there. Cheers for coming on, Rob. Real, real pleasure having you on. Cheers nice to one, Nick fellas. and Dave. Um, and we will, you'll hear us all next week after we've secured three points away to Eastleigh and the world is in a much calmer place. <laughs> Alternatively, all the reaction to another 0 nil draw next week. <laughs> yeah, not really now either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cheers, everybody. See you later. Bye. Bye. Cheers. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants. 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.